You are listening to Parenting Our Future. I'm certified parent coach Robin McMahon, author of The Yelling Cure and founder of Parenting for Connection. My podcast is all about providing you with the tools and solutions you need in your parenting so you can create the strong connections with your kids and get all the cooperation you want. For more information on my book and other resources, check out www.yellingcurebook.com. For many of us, the holidays will look different this year. Many friend and family reunions will not be the same, but that shouldn't stop us from feeling close. Why not give your loved ones the most meaningful gift this year? A chance to tell their story and share their memories using StoryWorth. StoryWorth is a brand new online service that helps your loved ones share stories through thought-provoking questions about their memories and their personal thoughts. It's a fun way to engage with family, especially those you can't see in person. All these thoughts and stories are converted into a beautiful keepsake book for you to cherish and hand down. I love what this company is all about and I'll be doing it with my family and I invite you to do it with yours. Go to storyworth.com slash POF for $10 off your purchase. Hey everybody, it's Robin McMahon. Welcome to Parenting Our Future. I have a very fun and enthusiastic and motivational guest, which is exactly what we need right at this time of the year. I want to introduce you and welcome Wendell Miracle. Thank you for being here. Let me tell you a little bit about who he is. He is one of the world's most influential motivational speaker and is the founder of the internationally known Instagram page called Hope Nuggets or at Hope Nuggets. His goal is to help people overcome depression and anxiety through his teachings, videos, books, seminars, and social media outreach. Welcome, Wendell. It is so good to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. The pleasure is mine. (laughs) Now, with a name like Wendell Miracle, that's a lot of pressure. Is that your real name? Yes, it is. It is my real name. I love it. That is so great. So what a beautiful name to have. You got to live up to that name, right? (laughs) Absolutely. um, Actually, the word Wendell means traveler. So, and I like to go around places and trying to spread that love and spread that joy. So my name literally means traveling miracle, which actually adds even more pressure. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) What happens when you're having a bad day? Well, I'm sure you're going to talk, we're going to talk about all that stuff. So First of all, I want to ask you about Hope Nuggets. First of all, that's the cutest name ever. Um, what What is your your wildly popular Instagram page all about? Yeah, so it is a motivational page where I give tips, li- lifestyle tips. And the reason why it's called Hope Nuggets is because back in 2013, Instagram only gave me 15 seconds to speak. So it's literally a nugget size video that's designed to bring you hope. Um, so that's where it came from. And the videos are not just like faith-based videos, but they're videos on how to succeed in your finances, in your career, in your relationships, and also in health and fitness. So they're life nuggets, but I go by hope nuggets. So it's a really catchy name. Oh, that's so great. So it is, uh, you, some of your teachings are faith-based, like you said, mm-hmm. but also just real general how to get the most out of life, right? How to live your best self. Yes, that I talk a lot about self-love, um, being grateful, and just how to, you know, live the best life that you can in spite of our challenges. Yeah, okay. Well, that's, that's really great. And so um, what is the most popular message that you have to, to share on your, on your channel? Yes, what do people really gravitate that. towards? Yeah. yeah the one that people gravitate to is when I talk about how it is impossible to be 
sad and grateful at the same time. You know, science has shown that it's literally, you can't feel those two emotions simultaneously. So when you start your day feeling grateful, you put yourself in this stratosphere where you attract more things to be grateful for. However, the opposite is what so many people do unintentionally, which is complain. You know, we always have this thing, um, Brene Brown, she's one of the most popular speakers out there um, on the internet. And she has this stigma called the not enough stigma. When we wake up in the morning, the first thing we think is, I didn't get enough sleep or I'm not making enough money. So we always think not enough, but when we're grateful and we realize that we have so much, your happiness levels will increase dramatically. Yeah, you know, and that reminds me of what she also says about joy and foreboding joy. Like, yeah, I may be happy now, but you know, the other shoes gotta drop sometime. Well, no, we can enjoy it. We can embrace it, right? It's crazy because when you're like struggling, like for example, the person who has $20 in their account, is wondering how they're going to make it to their next payday. But the person who has 20,000 is like, oh my God, how am I going to make this last? You know, it's going to fall eventually. So we always have our minds play games with us. So we need to take control of our minds so they don't take control of us. Yeah, that's a real, that's a really good point. And our thoughts are not facts, right? Like that is something I say all the time. We've got to challenge our thoughts too, right? And, uh, and, and, um, okay. So I want, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to go deep here. Cause I want to know, um, well, l- let's talk about your happiness coach. Okay. I'm a parent coach. Um, what is a happiness coach? How do you get to that? How do you do that? Yeah. So like one of the biggest things that the world's going through is anxiety and depression. And the thing is like, you can't be an expert parenting coach unless you parented yourself. Right. And you can, and I can't personally, I can't be a happiness coach unless I experienced some sort of thing where I had to overcome it in order to be happy so that I can share that with the world. And my personal story is that back in 2012, after battling breast cancer for over a decade, my mother passed away and mm-hmm. she was my best friend. You know, she was like everything to talk to her every single day. And, and it was just really hard. And, it, and in that same 90 day span, I not only lost her, but I lost my job and I lost my savings and I went bankrupt all in the same 90 day span. So it couldn't get any worse than that. So I went through this great depression where I was just, I lost my passion for life. And then one day I realized, you know what? Life is too short to be depressed. And if she were around, she'd want me to be happy. So I studied the nuggets that I always preach about now um, from other people, people who've overcome it. I've, you know, made it my own and made that message unique to my life that I can share with others so they can overcome depression. And since then, that's when I started Hope Nuggets. That's when the page took off. But if I didn't make that decision to be happy, it never would have worked. So when it comes to being a happiness coach, it's all about giving people the opportunity to realize that they're in control of their happiness, not their outside circumstances. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, that's really, so in a way, it was a project of healing for yourself too, it sounds like. Yeah. And, and there is the, there's this really great uh, graphic that 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 I've seen and I, I actually use in some of my teaching that says um, that 50% of who we are and how happy we are is genetics. Mm-hmm. 10% of how happy we are is our life circumstances, whether we're married or not, or in a relationship or not, whether we're we, we have money or not if we are educated or not, if we are well or ill or disabled in some way. And 40% of our circumstances is based on our mindset, on our mindset. So we get to choose where, how we see the world. We get to choose the power is ours. Now, even when we look at the genetics, 
we can even alter those two, you know, with meds or with different things and, 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 and that sort of thing, change the, the change, those aspects. But I, I think that what you have to say is so powerful and people need to realize that, yes, we can find ways to find joy and res and be resilient, even in the face of a pandemic of a contentious election that has just come and gone and all of that, you know, there's a lot going on and we can still be happy, right? And I think that's the message that you're sharing with everybody. Absolutely. And like you said, with mindset, it's such a powerful thing because I know millionaires who are depressed and I know people yeah. who are living on welfare, who are happy. Why is that? It isn't because of what they have or what they don't have. Mm -hmm. It really is that choice they make and you know their perspective. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. So it's really a matter of that mindset and perspective. Yeah. And of course, I use those lessons in parenting all the time. When you see your child in a different way and you use different words to describe your child, you see your, your child differently. You become a different child, right? So it yeah. absolutely matters. And it's not a matter of just wearing rose-colored glasses either. It's not just deciding, oh, I'm going to look at this, you know, uh, in a more positive way. I think that, and, and, and tell me how you see this, I see it as looking at what's also true. Yes. I may be struggling in this area, but what is also true is that I have a warm home and a warm bed and I have food or, you know, whatever, whatever it is that you can take. Cause sometimes we look at things that are insignificant and we just dismiss them or mundane everyday things or just not important. But if we take those in, those can level up our, our, our mental health. They can level up our, um, our, our happiness. Yes, I'm glad you said that because there's this famous Disney movie back in like the 60s, 70s called Pollyanna. And the main character played this game called the Glad Game. And I'm gonna go practical right now with the people who are viewing this. For example, for the person this year, or the millions of people this year who may have lost their job. Like mm -hmm. obviously that's a tough thing, but you can play what I call the Glad Game, which is to find things that can come out of this. For example, for someone who lost their job, yeah, I may have lost my job now, but I'm grateful that you know what, I get some rest because I've been working all this time. I'm grateful now that I can develop my skills to prepare me for the next job. I'm grateful that when one door closes, I believe that a new door will open up at the right time if I maintain the right attitude. So even in the midst of something terrible happening to you, it could be a blessing in disguise later yeah. if you don't give up. That's true. And you don't know why this has happened to you. If you can say it happened for me, that also helps, doesn't it? Oh, I love it. I, I, I believe I live by that mantra. I don't think anything happens to me. It happens for me. It happens for my greater good. You know, even things that are heartbreaking or tragic in the end, it all works out together to benefit me. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you're choosing to look at it that way too. Right. Which is, which is a huge lesson. Oh yeah. Cause if I look at it from a victim mentality, I will be sad, but from a victor's mentality, I'm going to come out on top and I'm going to win in the end. So it, it really is that choice of mindset. Like we just said, yeah, I love that. That's really, really nice. That's really, really great. Um, so, okay, so we're, we're, we're in the midst of the holiday season, and it's so different this year than ever. You know, this time last year, I, uh, I had a podcast episode about, you know, how do we deal with the family members that we're all going to be faced with, um, you know, at this time of the year? Some may, you know, some may trigger us, some we love. A lot may trigger us, you know, and, and, and how do we deal with difficult personalities? Well, we actually kind of may have a break from that this year, but then that could also, the flip side is we might also feel sad about it. So how do we stay happy and close and connected and enjoy the holidays 
at this time where there is uncertainty, there, there is a virus, there is all of these things that we're dealing with. How, how, do, we, how do we stay happy? Yes. Um, one of the things that I teach in chapter one of my book is to, I mentioned it earlier about starting your day like with gratitude and being grateful for what is going right in our lives. I believe that in 2020, yes, we have lost some sort of connectivity, but it's crazy. Companies like Zoom have skyrocketed, you know, as far as their revenue and their shares. And there are still ways to stay connected. Um, and it's funny because like I've done things this year that I never did before. Like the people that I do live with or the people that you may live with now, when, especially during that quarantine time from March to May, you know, we would do things like play board games or we would watch movies, things that we never did before or develop new skills. You know, so we have to realize that 2020 was a year of self-reflection, self-growth and connecting with the people that do matter in your life. I used to be one of those people that I wanted to have 20 friends, but I realized I don't need 20 friends. I just need three really good friends. So appreciate all that 2020 has brought, all the eyes that it's opened for us and all the new doors that will come in 2021 because it's not going to be forever. So yeah. it's about making it through the storm and getting through on the other side. Absolutely. And, and, and I also want to acknowledge that there are people who are sick there are people who have died and I just want to send my love and my, my, my deep love and well wishes to everybody who is struggling at this time too, because I think that's really real too. You know, that's really hard, but on the flip side, I do love what you're saying, but what do you say to those people who might have lost somebody who might be sick or in deep anxiety because they're worried about getting sick? Absolutely. And I love that you said that because we can't ignore that either. You know, so I too send my love to everyone who is going through it right now, may have lost a loved one. It's not easy to do. Um, but one thing I can share with you is that in the midst of your greatest pain comes your greatest power. You know, so if you're going through it right now, um, I want everyone to realize that storms are temporary. You know, storms don't last forever. But the thing is, it's how you respond in the storm that determines how long you stay there. So it, it really, when you make the decision that, you know what, I'm going to come out of this stronger, better, it will make it through that. And I also want to send my love to those who are single and are, may feel lonely during the holidays because I can't ignore those people either. And then um, that's something I struggled with myself. So I want those people to know that they're not alone. You know, there's always people around you that you love and that care about you. And don't worry about having a significant other right now. You don't need any other to be significant. So your mm -hmm. life matters and you are significant too. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's nice. Yeah. Let's, let's do that. Shout out to, to, to that and single parents as well. Like this is a tough time. This is a really tough time. And then what about reconciling, you know, if you don't have enough money for gift giving with your family, your kids, that sort of thing like that, that can be hard. Maybe you were in a state of, of abundance last year, but this year it's a little bit tighter. How would you have those conversations? What would you, what would you to yourself <laughs> and also to your family? Yes, I'm glad you mentioned that. There's a stigma we have in 2020 that's been going on for the last three years. It's called FOMO, fear of missing oh, out. Oh, FOMO. Yes, fear of missing out. Yeah. Sorry, I, I talked over you, but I wanted to say it again. Sorry, Wendell. I love everything you're saying. You know, like people want the new iPhone when the one they have still works. You know, they, they want a new car when they can't take care of the one that they have right now. So my advice to those people is to be content with what you already have. Because if you don't have, because those things that we buy don't bring true happiness 
you know, I have gotten myself in debt during the holidays just to impress people. And that was one of the greatest mistakes I made in my 20s. So if you don't have as much money this year, like I said, it could be blessing disguise. Maybe it's an opportunity to learn how to budget and to give gifts that really matter and that come from the heart. So if you don't have thousand dollars to spend, that's okay. Um, just be able to give things that, you know, that are meaningful, that don't have to be as expensive. And for yourself, you don't need the new iPhone 12, but when you have the iPhone 10, it's, it works just fine. So I'm just throw that out there. Right, right. Come on, that's let's be real. Yeah, the, I mean, and we do say first world problems, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that is really great. That is really great. And maybe this is also an opportunity for you to give back. You know, right. the best thing to do when you don't have anything is okay. So let's let's give back to those who are even less fortunate than us. You know, maybe we can say, hey, at least we have this. We do have this. And our neighbors across the street don't even have that. Let's invite them for dinner or let's, you know, you know, wrap up some of our toys and give those to, to, to them as well, right? We can do lots of different things. And that just makes us more grateful and more happy when we give to others, right? It does. And in chapter two of my book, one of the things that happens as well is it's chapter two is called Be a Blessing. What it is, is every day I have a blessing quota. Like I used to work in sales, so we had sales goals, things like that. But my quota for being a blessing is at least find one person that you can do one random act of kindness. It doesn't have to be anything big. It could be opening the door for an elderly. It could be complimenting somebody who looks sad, like the cashier at the grocery store. Those little things make their day, but it also makes your day. So every day be a blessing, your happiness levels will go up. And the ripple effect that it has for that person that you were kind to, how many more people are they going to be kind to? Come on, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's be joy ambassadors, love ambassadors, right? How much does that cost? Nothing. Exactly. So let's do I it. actually, um, I'll out myself here a little bit. I have, um, I don't have one handy, but I have a whole tube of them. Um, I have these buttons. So um, where I live, there is a, there's an artist and uh, her name is Wendy Walt. Uh, I think anyway, her company is the big love ball. So she has these giant white, well, actually they're all different colors, but it started with a giant white ball with just the word love. And so she has these giant pins, right? And I wear a love pin everywhere I go on my coat. And the great thing is, is on the back of that pin, it says, use this until you don't need it anymore and then give it away. So when people comment on my love button, I give it to them. I'm like, yeah, here, here you go. Soak up all the love and then give it away, right? I mean, it's the coolest thing. And it also stops me from being a jerk because I have the love button on. I can't be in a bad mood. I can't be grouchy. I can't be rude when I'm wearing the big button. <laughs> How great does it feel to give that away? Oh, feels so good. I was in Ikea the last time uh, I gave it away and this woman was just like, I, I, can't, I, I can't believe you're giving this to me. It was the, the most amazing experience. It was so good. <laughs> oh, speaking of which. Speaking of the love pen, I, I wanted to share as well, like I, 2020, one of the greatest things I've learned is to appreciate the little moments, like yeah. the sunrise and the sunset, or if you have kids playing with them, you know, doing TikTok dance videos, you know, doing silly things with them that we couldn't do before or that we didn't think about doing before because we didn't have the time or we thought that we had to go through some expensive event or buy an expensive gift to be happy. But it's those little moments, like even giving away that pen that bring us so much joy. Yeah, it is. it absolutely does. And I know that it brings other people joy because I've seen it. Like I'll, I'll see people like even in the elevator and this is before, cause I've been wearing the pin for a while. Um, but you know, before when we'd be in elevators and stuff like that, you know, I get people saying, yeah, I get you. Nice pin. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> 
And I I just love it. So anyway, that's my contribution to uh, spreading love in my world. But I'm also doing that to show my boys that um, we have power to spread joy, love and light. And that I believe that we that's our job. Like we've got to do that as humans. We've got to you know, be the change you want to see in the world. And I know that's a corny thing to say, but it really is true. Don't you think? Yeah. And uh, there was this famous singer that said, I was always depressed because my eyes were on me. When we always focus on me, 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 we all, we're going to end up depressed no matter how much you accumulate in your career. If you only focus the attention to yourself, but not on how you can be a blessing to others, you'll never get to that true state of happiness. But when we do give, when we give our time, our love, our energy, our talent to other people, it just makes a difference in the world. And it also makes you happy. Oh, I love it. I'm feeling so much happier now already. I love it so much. (laughs) Wendell, you are amazing. So we've talked a lot about your book. So um, I just want to say that your book is called um, Have a Magical Day, Seven Keys to Living Happily Ever After. Come on. (laughs) That's a great title. I love it. Thank you. And like, I, I, people like make fun of me because like, you know, they say that at Disneyland have a magical day. And, and here's the thing that I, the, the prognosis of the book is that you don't have to wait till everything is right in your life to be happy. You don't have to wait till you get married. You don't have to wait till you get the car, the job, the house to be married. You could be happy right where you are right now. And life isn't about those destinations. It's not about getting to the top of the mountain. It's about the journey, the everyday yes. journey that you get there. That's why it's called have magical day because you need to have a bunch of great days in order to have a great life. Yeah, an accumulation of many great days and staying in this moment, not in the past, not in the future. And that's what you're talking about, really, right? It's like, until I get this thing, then I can't be happy. We've all been caught there. We've all been caught there. And in this moment right now, you might be single, you might be in debt, you might be struggling with a child that doesn't want to go to school or does is struggling in school. And there are also other things that are also true. Um, though, and, and those are the hope nuggets, right? Those are those nuggets that you talk. And I know that's a little different than how you do it. But I mean, I look at that as little the gems of life. And I learned that from uh, Rick Hansen, who's a PhD, a writer, a, 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 just a, a really great guy. I saw him speak once and he talked about just picking up the little gems of life, the things that are also true. And again, not looking at the world through rose colored glasses, but also looking at things that are true. This is also true. You know, the chair that I'm sitting in is really comfortable right now. That is true. I can just sit with that for a minute, right? Exactly. And one more thing, I'm going to add a fitness nugget to those right now. For So people out there who say, for example, you have a goal to lose 20 to 50 pounds, right? And a lot of times people beat themselves up when they Mm -hmm. cheat on their diet or they miss a workout. But really, it's not getting to that 50 pound weight loss goal that makes you happy. It's every day that you actually do go to the gym. Celebrate that. When you do... Um, do well in your diet one week and the scale does go down two pounds celebrate that i believe in celebrating the little victories until you get to that because that's really where life those life moments and that happiness comes from have you ever um heard of or talked about uh, micro goals uh it's yeah yeah, right it's so Mm -hmm. goals that are so small that they're laughable which means they're easy to attain, which means you get a burst of accomplishment when you do them, even if it's like, uh, I, my, I want to be able to walk 20 minutes a day, but my goal is to step outside. Yeah. That's, that's, I'm just going to step outside. So, okay, I ran out of time today, but I'm still going to step outside because that's my goal. Oh, I achieved it, right? No, and that'll push you to reach those bigger goals. That's right. And, but if you don't start with the little ones, 
the two, the big ones will seem so insurmountable, but when you can celebrate those small ones and you accumulate them, uh, you'll get to your destination. I love it. By the way, if you're listening to us on a podcast platform, uh, we are also on video on YouTube and we'll be on IGTV, but Wendell has happiness and gratitude behind him. So I just want to say you, you've got these great posters that I just can't ignore. Uh, so I just want to, I just want to call them out because I love it. So I just want to go back uh, to to a question that I have, um, and I want to talk about your book in a moment uh, because there's, I have a bunch of questions. I want to know what those seven keys are. Is really what I want to know. Um, but I want to I want to talk about where people are at right now. They're at a place right now where they're looking back at 2020 and sort of the disaster, if you will, if that's the word you choose to use. But I'm pretty sure, Wendell, you would tell me to use a different year, a word, I mean, for this year. And I am aware of it as it came out of my mouth that I could talk about it in a different way. Um, the learning experience that 2020 has been. I mean, never before would I have ever imagined that I would be saying to my kids, hey, guys, you make sure you brought a mask, right? Uh, oh, oh, I got to go back inside and grab my mask. I mean, come on. I never would have. I never would have said those things. So we're looking back on 2020. Um, and, and again, I think what I just said is a really good check how you say it. Check what you're check the words that you're using, the thoughts that you have about it. But then how do we prepare ourselves for 2021? How do we set ourselves up to hopefully have a better year or to be at least more prepared for the same thing going on with the new year coming up? Yes, uh, we talked about it earlier about perspective and how you look at it. The, the term I have for 2020, it was, it was a year of character development. <laughs> Good one. I knew you'd have a better way. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, was, I, I couldn't hold that in too much longer. So when we're talking about it being a disaster, you, know, you could look at it as a disaster, but you could also look at it as a year of growth. It's really yeah. up to you. You have that choice. Um, because if you look at it from a disaster and a victim mentality, you're just gonna carry that vibration into 2021 and it's gonna be more of the same. But I, I've learned that even in like uh, events in the world like the Great Depression or even the 2008 recession, great companies and great things have come out of that. And the reason why those people, those companies survive is because they had a different mentality and said, you know what? We're not gonna be limited by this. We're gonna be propelled by this. And that is, you know, where the money is. That's where the power lies, you know? So this year, honestly, like what I, what I can say is I've never grown so much this year. I've never lived in the moment so much as far as this year. You know, we're always on our phones. We're always looking about what the next event is. But this year has been an opportunity to be peaceful, to be still, to meditate, to focus on the things that matter in life. And if you have that mentality heading into 2021, it's guaranteed to be a better year. Yeah, yeah, I like that. When you talk about vibration, what do you mean by that? A vibration is the emotions that you're emitting, you know, so that, that could be happy, it could be sad. And I believe that in, in our lives, you know, what we attract really depends on that vibration, that vibe. So if you start your day in a happy vibration, you're only going to attract happy people, happy mm -hmm. circumstances, and events. Have you ever noticed when you start your day grumpy, you run into every red light, you spill coffee on your white t-shirt and you end up hanging out with rude people. And then the lines are always wrong because you had that vibration in the morning. But when you start your day, positive, happy, grateful, you just not, I'm not saying everything's gonna go perfect, but it goes smoother. Yeah. You know, things flow to them. And that's where that vibration comes from. Okay. So let's say I'm having a bad day and I'm grumpy. And I do spill my coffee on my shirt and I stub my toe on my bed and I, uh, my car, it, it's battery dies and, uh, and, and stuff isn't going my way. And I am feeling defeated. I'm feeling sad and I'm feeling frustrated. 
So can I not just feel those feelings? Yes, you should process those feelings because it's only when you have those sad feelings where you appreciate happiness. So it's actually okay to process those feelings, okay to feel the feelings of sadness. Like for example, those people who have lost a loved one even this year, I always tell people you have to mourn, you have to feel those feelings, but don't turn a season of mourning into a lifetime of mourning. What I mean by that is don't let that sadness define you. And for those who are going through moments of sadness, because at two o'clock in the afternoon, when you have too many carbohydrates and you need a nap and you had bad news in the morning, you might think, okay, this day's a wash. Let's just forget about it. I always like to tell people, you want to have a mood shifter in your back pocket. A mood shifter is anything that can instantly switch you from negative to positive. It could be a picture of your pet, your daughter. It could be a thought of a happy memory. It could be doing a dance in your car. When you have these mood shifters, you can change the vibration that you have so that the day doesn't run you, but you run your day. Okay. So I think we all, is that why I need a nap at two o'clock every day? <laughs> Wait a second. Okay. So, okay. So mood shifter. So, okay. I like that. I like that. That is new for me. Um, so maybe putting on some music that makes me feel really pumped. Yep. Um, every morning I do a dance in my car. I never start my day without doing a dance in my car because number one, music heals. And number two, when you are dancing to like positive music, it gives you an opportunity to visualize your day. And when you do that, you literally attract more blessings into your life because you start your day in a happy mood. And it's hard to be negative when you're that positive. So I believe in mood shifters. I believe in dancing in our cars. And like I said, also, when you are feeling defeated, you can think of a memory of your past, a time when mm. you got the job or the time where you were victorious and realizing that if it happened before, it can happen again. Hmm. You know what I also think is good? I think going up to somebody said, well, I mean, at this moment in time, my entire family is home um, and going up to somebody and giving them a hug because mm -hmm. you get a boost of um, oxytocin. That hug, feels good. Hug is a mood shifter. Absolutely. And I'm a hugger. So I love that. That's awesome. That's awesome. And in this world of not being able to hug as many people, hug your family more. <laughs> That's been one of the toughest things this year for me because I do enjoy a heart-to-heart -heart hug where you can feel the embrace. Um, it's hard to do that this year, but you know, there's other ways again to connect. Yeah. Well, you have the most beautiful smiles. So I'm pretty sure that you can smile at people and they will feel just as good as getting a hug from you. <laughs> okay. I want to talk about your book. What is, okay. Seven keys to living happy every day. Okay. Let's talk about that. Yeah. yeah those keys are, I mentioned it earlier. The first one is starting your day with gratitude. Like I said, if you can't be sad and grateful at the same time, it's just impossible to Love do. It. You know, the second one is be a blessing. You know, when mm -hmm. you have that act of kindness every day, your levels of happiness, you know, will increase. You know, uh, the, uh, the third one is to forgive others because mm -hmm. if you hold resentment in your heart towards someone else, it actually affects your health. It affects your well-being, you know? So I believe in letting go and, and forgiving other people. Um, I believe in the, the fourth one is the power of your words. I don't say words. I make it an effort. I know this is so difficult to do, but I, I've taken out of my vocabulary words like terrible, awful, horrendous, horrific, but I say things like magnificent, amazing, phenomenal. When you have that in your vocabulary every day, it just, again, it raises your vibration and it just attracts more of those things into your life. Um, I also talk in the book about loving yourself because if you don't love yourself, you can't love others. If you don't take care of you, you can't pour from an empty cup. So that's not going to work. Um, the sixth step is visualizing your success, you know, like imagining 
daydreaming, thinking about beautiful memories of the past, but also visualizing an amazing future. And the final one is dance like you already got it. I talked about dancing in your car. And I believe that dancing really increases levels of happiness, but it also attracts beautiful things into your life. Wendell, that is so great. It's no wonder you have 400,000 followers on your Instagram page. <laughs> I'm just a little baby with mine, but I, I mean, come on, that's beautiful. So gratitude, be a blessing, forgive others. The power of your words. Yes, I like that you've withdrawn or you've eliminated some of those, those, those really powerful negative words, right? Loving yourself, visualization, and dance like you've already got it. Now, I want to, can I add something to the forgiveness? Look, this is a podcast for parents and moms especially are really hard on themselves. And we need to forgive ourselves for the mistakes that we make. So mamas, I just, I'm talking to you right now, forgive yourself for the mistakes that you've made, or you think that you've made, because I'm pretty sure you probably blamed yourself for things that aren't really a big deal. And just know that mistakes are a shared human experience. That is what it is to be human, to make a mistake, to fall short, to um, fall flat on your face, you know, to yell when you didn't mean to yell. It's all okay. And that moment doesn't define you as a mother, as a human, as a woman, as a parent, none of those things. So let's go easier on ourselves too, right? That's self-compassion. That is loving yourself. Um, That is noticing the words that you say to yourself and the thoughts that you have and know that those thoughts aren't real. And you are talking about all of those things. So Wendell, this is really, this is really powerful what you're putting in motion here. It's really beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, really great. Now, um, I want to know what the future holds for you. What does 2021 look like for you? Yeah, so um, I'm actually, I did this strategically, but a lot of people like listen to the hope nuggets and the watch the videos of me saying these bits and pieces. And I wanted to release this book to like, you know, make it practical for everyone every day. So in 2021, I'm actually releasing the audio version of the book, which is nice because I believe that the first part of your day, what you listen to, what, you know, what dominates your hearing dominates your steering. So I want people to be able to listen to these nuggets while they're driving, while they're stretching for the workout, while they're going for a walk. So definitely have the audio book. I'm doing some more um, when, you know, COVID is done, doing some more speaking engagements in person, but just continue to spread that joy, spread that light. And um, it never gets old. Well, I want everybody listening to, to, to follow you because we need more people like this, like you in our lives that are spreading love and joy and light, happiness and gratitude. It's all so important and really is the key to being happy every day, just like you say. So we're going to follow you on Hope Nuggets. We're going to dance like crazy, listen to great music, and um, we will all have a seven, uh, sorry, a magical day with those seven tips. Thank you so much for being such a force for good. It is so lovely to meet somebody like you. And I just want to thank you so much for spreading your message, your love, your joy with everybody listening here today. And hey, by the way, what a great Christmas gift, holiday gift for everybody to get Have a magical day. Seven keys to living happy every day. Come on, by Wendell Miracle. That's what everybody needs to, like, talk about making the world a better place, right? (laughs) Absolutely. And honestly, one thing I wanted to add is um, I have a very short attention span. Like, I can't sit down and read a 500-page book or watch a three-hour movie. I purposely made the book 100 pages or less so that people don't have the excuse of saying, oh, I don't have time to do it. So I made it nugget size. Oh, I like it. The book is 100 pages or less, and you will enjoy it. It's a quick read, but it'll change your life. 
Wonderful. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to this edition of my podcast, Parenting Our Future. I'm parent coach Robin McMahon. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please share it with someone who you think might also need to hear this message. And don't forget to subscribe. And if you like my work, I'd be grateful if you gave me a five-star rating. For those of you who like my content and want more, visit me at yellingcurebook.com to get your copy of my book and to find other resources to help you. Until next time, I am wishing you and your family peace and connection.